0: Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hello, thanks again for joining me this week on Healing at the Speed of Light. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree and again this week we're going back into the research and specifically how light therapy can affect cellular repair. So, let's talk a little bit first about what cells are. Now, human life is cell-based, and if you reach way back to, you know, grade school biology, you probably remember learning about cells. All living things are made up of cells, and in humans, all of our cells are a little bit different. They form different types of tissues, everything from cells in the liver to brain cells, muscle cells. They're all different, but also similar in a lot of respects. All of our cells use mitochondria to produce energy. They're little energy factories within each cell, and that's how the cells produce the energy that they need to use to carry out their function. Obviously, functions are going to be very much different based on what those cells are designed to do. A muscle cell is designed to move. A liver cell may be designed to help filter the blood. A brain cell, of course, is supposed to help you think produce thoughts, produce signals to the rest of the body as well. So they all are similar but different in terms of what type of function they produce, but all your cells have to then work together so that you have proper functioning of the body. When that system breaks down, that's when we start getting into problems, things that are painful like painful neuropathy, nerve damage, or muscle strains where you have tearing of the muscle tissues or even things like fatty liver, where now the cells have huge amounts of fat deposits that prevent them from doing what they're supposed to do. So when you have damage or dysfunction at that cellular level, if you can address the damage at a cellular level, then you can affect the really foundation of what's causing that disease or that painful condition. Whereas if you just work from a chemical standpoint, that's things like addressing pain through medications, you're not really changing the way that those cells operate. You're simply covering up some of the signals uh, in a temporary fashion, and that can be useful, that can be helpful, but it doesn't address really what is going on, the root cause of what's creating that pain. And, and this concept right here, the cellular concept, is why light therapy has so many different applications. I get questions all the time about You know, how is it possible that one therapy can have so many different applications and different diseases? How can it work for arthritis but also work for uh, sprain strain injuries? How can it also work for nerve damage? Well, essentially, light therapy is affecting the way that your cells work in a positive way. That is why it applies to a lot of different issues. What are some of the issues it can apply to? We'll we'll go into that here in just a minute. But as a reminder, this podcast is sponsored by Laser Therapy Institute, which is a network of healthcare providers that are experts at providing laser therapy to their patients. They have the very best training, the very best equipment, and the know-how to make a difference in healthcare using light and laser therapies. You can find a Laser Therapy Institute provider near you if you go to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. Click on the Our Clinics tab, and you'll be able to look at a map of our clinics across the U.S. If you're having trouble finding somebody near you, shoot me an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. We'll be happy to work with you to try and find a good light therapy practitioner near you. Okay, but back to cellular repair, I'm going to be referencing a study that came out in 2020 in the Dermatology Open Journal. And the title of this is photobiomodulation and cells repair. Now, photobiomodulation is just the newer term for light and laser therapies because it's using light, the photo part of that word, to affect changes in the biology of the cells. That's where biomodulation comes from. And so, in this paper, the author says that photobiomodulation, or light therapy, is a non-invasive treatment modality acting at different biological levels through the non-thermal transfer of photons to the living matter via a photoelectric effect inducing photochemical reactions in treated cells. Don't fall asleep on me. I'm going to go ahead and break that down, okay? That's a lot of different words that mean not much to a lot of people. So let's talk about what that means. So very first, photobiomodulation, like we said, that means light or laser therapy. It is a non-invasive treatment. That means that it does not do cutting or burning. We're not destroying tissues, it is non-invasive, and in that it acts at different biological levels. Now, those different biological levels can be the cellular level, can also be more on the macro level as far as changing blood flow patterns, as well as affecting the way that the immune system functions in repair and modulation of inflammatory events. So, photobiomodulation, or light therapy, is a non-invasive treatment acting at different biological levels, including cellular through the non-thermal transfer of photons. Let's talk about that for a second. The transfer of photons. Photons are what make up light. So when you have light, it has all these tiny packets of energy. We call them photons. They have a wave-like behavior. They don't do any level of destruction, but they do impart energy to where they are absorbed. Think about this like sunlight warming up a surface. How does that happen? Well, these photons are being absorbed in a surface, and that absorption produces energy. That energy, in this case, is heat energy. But in the case of photobiomodulation, we're talking about non-thermal transfer of photons. So that is saying that the light, these photons are absorbed, but aren't producing heat. Instead, there's a different effect happening. They call it the photoelectric effect, whereby light has an electric effect on the cells. Cells communicate with each other and within the cell itself on a electrical type effect. So they say that that induces a photochemical reaction. Photochemical reaction being that the absorption of photons, or light, creates a chemical change in the cells that we are talking about. Now, I'm not talking about chemicals like anything harmful, toxins, nothing like that. We're talking about the chemistry of how cells operate. Cells have chemical effects, that is what makes them operate. The production of energy within the mitochondria of the cells is a chemical reaction to produce that energy from glucose and oxygen to create these little packets of energy called ATP within your cells now if I'm getting a little bit too technical I apologize but I want you to understand that there are actual effects happening when we apply light to the cells of the body this is not an imaginary effect and the last bit of technical information on that that I want to leave you with is a quote from this study again they say the mechanisms of action of photobiomodulation show that there is a role of cytochrome C oxidase as a photoacceptor within the mitochondria of the cells but also interfacial water layers interact with photons of light and participate in ATP upregulation. That is saying that light, the right kind of light, can stimulate the chemical reactions within the mitochondria as well as help with water exchange across membranes to produce more ATP or energy production. Now, if you want to know a little bit more about exactly what that means, there's another episode that we've done that focused on how light therapy really does work. I'll drop a link to that one in the show notes, but for now I'm going to go ahead and move on from the technical side to what does that mean? What does that mean for you as a patient who is considering, could laser therapy help me? Well, the author in this paper says that photobiomodulation has been mostly studied for pain reduction, mitigation of inflammation, and stimulation of wound healing. They say that it leads to faster recovery post-injury, enhanced wound healing angiogenesis or blood vessel production, and cytoprotection or cell protection, basically preventing the cells from becoming damaged. And that's exactly what we started talking about at the beginning of today's episode is affecting the cells and the way they work in a positive way can lead to improvement in the way that these cells function, which leads to resolving diseases, dysfunction, and damage, also leads to reducing things like pain and inflammation. Now, at this point, again, if you haven't fallen asleep on me, we're gonna go ahead and talk about how this really applies to you as a patient. What does this mean, okay? If I can improve my cells, so what? And like, like, what, what does this really work on? Well, this author goes over a handful of things that I'll list out to you, but realize that if we're talking about improving cellular function, then there is a lot of disorders that this can apply to a lot of different damage a lot of different injuries a lot of different painful conditions that light and laser therapy can really help with this author goes on to say that there are several different medical fields that you can look at the benefits of light therapy for and the first one they talk about is dermatology they say that the they say that there is good evidence for treating acne vulgaris herpes complex and herpes zoster, as well as acute wound healing. There are several other dermatology type disorders that you can also treat, but those are the ones we have better evidence for, so acne and herpes zoster, or something that's also known as chicken box or shingles. Both of those disorders have very good evidence that light and laser therapy can help with the pain, the visible open wounds, and the improvement of both of those items and again, working at the cellular level, so actually helping to resolve the problem where it's starting, not just make it appear a little better. The next segment that this author goes on to talk about is in rheumatology, traumatology, and sports therapies, and, and in particular, like things like sports injuries. But not just sports injuries, even just acute neck pain with radiculopathy, or, or neck pain that runs down into the shoulder and into the arm. There's good evidence that laser therapy can produce excellent pain reduction, for that particular disorder also reducing pain enhancing tissue repair and producing faster recovery by improvement on inflammation microcirculation and tissue oxygenation for things like tendonitis, like golfers elbow tennis elbow but then also injuries that influence knee or wrist mobility and ankle stability so sprain strain issues you know rolling your ankle can be quite traumatic a lot of inflammation a lot of swelling and laser therapy can help with that but even looking at those injuries, they say that light therapy could be considered a preventative treatment for muscle conditioning prior to physical performance. Now, if you're an active young person and you're maybe involved in sports, you could definitely see where it could be beneficial to use light therapy to help improve the muscles for physical performance, but as people get older, even just going to the gym can produce days and days of muscle soreness as the muscles try to recover and improve and get stronger. And this is something that even stops people from really going to the gym and getting better, getting stronger, being active, is this delayed onset muscle soreness, or DOMS is what it's called. And this a lot of times also means that you can't go back and work those same muscle groups. And it's, it just gets worse as you get older. So the author in this case is saying that you can use this to reduce that muscle soreness and improve the strength gain and as you get older that becomes a more and more important factor here so that you're not stuck with days and days of muscle soreness and a slower muscle gain process the author closed out on this section by saying that you know really light therapy is an evidence-based therapeutic option for optimizing the return to play of athletes so taking athletes of any type whether that's golfing or tennis or pickleball or even things like hiking and being able to return that athlete back into top form to continue to perform light therapy can be a useful tool there the next section talks about neurology and oncology or cancer treatment and in these cases we're talking about just a couple of things in particular for one treating long-standing traumatic brain injury and the effects thereof but also trying to get cognitive capacity improvement. And this is a big factor for folks who are going through dementia. Now the author says we're really early on in the evidence for these, and I would I would agree. We do have some good evidence that light therapy can do very well for things like depression, addiction, mood swings, traumatic brain injury, cognitive performance, memory recall. But even taking someone who's healthy and using light to boost the brain performance, for very demanding mental tasks like tests in school and things like that, we have some early evidence that there's good use of light therapy in that case. And again, a safe form of light therapy to improve the performance overall. Also, with cancer treatment, there are many times side effects of cancer therapies like radiation And chemotherapy and those are oftentimes things like neuropathy and oral mucositis or open sores in the mouth as a result directly of chemotherapy or radiation and that laser therapy has been shown to help both of those conditions the next section they go into is for gynecology and the author here says that for alleviating inflammation enhancing the healing of gynecological and obstetrical wounds as well as decreasing low-grade inflammation and endometriosis related pelvic pain, which is pretty great because many times there's not really a resolution for some of those issues, it's just waiting and watching and trying to medicate the problem to keep the symptoms at at a minimum. So the possibility that we could be using light to help with things like endometriosis pain could be really, really great. Again, something we need some more research in, but the idea of helping to reduce inflammation and improve cellular performance carries right over even into things like endometriosis. It's pretty exciting. The next piece the author covers is in dentistry. They say that photobiomodulation is a relevant option for optimizing wound healing, alleviating pain, as well as things like trigeminal neuralgia or TMJ conditions, and also by repairing tissues by biostimulation, so following things like a tooth extraction. Simple application of the right kind of therapeutic light could speed up the wound healing process. And also, if you've ever had or known someone who has trigeminal neuralgia, well, that is a really awful, really awful, painful process. There's not really good treatments for this. Laser therapy can do a lot for it. Otherwise, many times people are on significant amounts of pretty heavy drugs until hopefully it resolves on its own. Now, the last section the author covers here in this paper talks about infection and disease, in particular, the antimicrobial effect of blue light, which we're going to cover at another time, but particularly as a potential role in the prevention of respiratory complications and COVID-19 through its capacity to modulate the inflammatory response in individuals. And if you have been listening to the news at all, I'm sure you picked up that COVID-19 virus isn't really so much a problem, in many cases, it's the body's response to the invader that creates a massive amount of inflammation, and secondary effects that are involved with inflammation, and it's really the body's reaction to the virus that creates a lot of the problems. The author says that using light therapy can actually modulate that inflammatory response and and minimize the damaging effects of COVID-19. Now, at the very, very end of this paper, the author says, look, the efficacy of photobiomodulation is not always easy to understand, particularly when the outcomes of this therapy have sometimes a certain latency, meaning that sometimes it's hard to see what's working, especially because there's a little bit of a lag time here between getting a light therapy treatment and then seeing the results. Think about something simple like wound healing. Yes, you can see what the problem is, but how do you know if a you know a large wound is really improving or not? Well, it takes time. You have to watch it. You have to see if it is actually shrinking. With something you can't see, it's even more difficult sometimes to judge what type of improvement you're having, for things like neuropathy pain. Because the process takes time, you have to be able to look back at how things were and how they are averaging now. But the process takes time. Again, why does it take time? Because we're affecting the way that the cells function. If you improve the way cells function, then over time you often see resolution to disease, resolution to damage and then that will eventually be followed by pain reduction. Now this doesn't work for everybody, and I'm not gonna tell you that light therapy fixes everything for everyone all the time. However, because it works at the cellular level, there's a lot of promise here, and as we see more and more research coming about, we are seeing more and more promise to light and laser therapies being aimed great, great tool for healing and pain reduction. I think we're gonna see more and more use of this in all healthcare fields in the future, but right now, if you're looking at light therapy as a possibility for you, again, go to the website, lasertherapyinstitute.org, look at the Our Clinics tabs, you can find a clinic near you, or shoot me an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org, and I look forward to bringing you more research next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.